Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, where is it? We were supposed to have it. We are supposed to have it yesterday. <clears throat> then we heard that it was going to be delayed until the 22nd. And then we heard today that it was going to be at least partially released. Today, and of course, I'm talking about the Epstein client list. They keep telling us this thing is going to be released, but it's not released. Why not? The America, don't you think? Here's we've got a woman sitting in in jail, Jelaine Maxwell. She is sitting in jail for trafficking humans to nobody. To nobody. Because if, if there is, you know, if there's a pimp, then there's a John. None of the Johns have been named. So this woman literally sitting in jail for trafficking to nobody. I would like to know who she and, and, and Epstein trafficked young women to. And there's a list of these people. There's a little black book that they keep telling us is going to be released. But for some reason, it's not. Is it really that hard to release something? No, all you got to do is go, uh, okay, reply all. Done. Takes no time whatsoever. But, as we said to start the show out today, there are, are some very powerful people on this planet. I mean, I know we like to think that maybe the president and you know, senators and congressmen and all of that are the most important people in this country, but they are not. They're not. They're far more powerful people, far more powerful. But these people, they don't want to be in the limelight. They don't want to be out there. They don't want to have flashbulbs in their face and microphones in their faces all day. They just want to go about their nefarious dealings behind the scenes, reaping all of the rewards. They're like, and I used this analogy earlier as well, they were like the old mob bosses used to be. Just kind of lay low. They didn't even have, they, what was it, Sal Alinsky? Sal Alinsky didn't even have a big mansion in Miami. It wasn't Sal, not Sal Alinsky. Uh, it's a big Jewish crime boss down in, in Miami. I can't remember, I can't remember his name. Meyer Lansky, Meyer Lansky, Meyer Lansky, he flew under the radar. He wasn't flashy, had, had loads of money, just didn't show it. That's the way it used to be. And then you had John Gotti. He came along and John Gotti was the dapper Don. You know, he had the, you know, at the time, thousand dollar Brooks Brothers suits. And he was, you know, wearing the white on white ties and 
driving around with the, the limo, and he got nailed. You see, we've got people that are running this country that are in the shadows, and I use that word intentionally. They are in the shadows because that's where they lurk. And it's not just this country. It's all around the world. And when we and, and again, got to go back to what Cindy McCain said. Cindy McCain said they knew what Epstein was doing. They knew what he was doing. And they did nothing about it. Not a single thing. Oh, we don't believe me? Well, here we go. Here's a, here's a little clip from Cindy McCain talking about Jeffrey Epstein and what they knew and why nothing was done about it. Hold on, let me just back this up just a, just a hair here. Here we go. Um, are, are these power players a priority for us right now? Can we even touch them? Or is this a pipe dream that we need to address in the future somehow? You know, it's like everything. Um, you know, we, we, it hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were No legal. Uh, your husband was a United States senator. Don't you think he should have raised the alarm? But don't you think he knew some people that could go after Epstein? But they didn't. They didn't do it. And, of course, she said that after. McCain died. So just think about that for a minute. You've got people in Congress that have known. And let me and 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 who was who was McCain's best friends? Lindsey Graham. I'll, I'll just go ahead and put that out there. I think a lot of members in Congress, a lot of members in both the House and the Senate that have been there. You don't think Pelosi knew what was going on? Hell, she knew what was going on with Harvey Weinstein. They all know this. You don't think Schumer and and Adam Schiff and all these people knew what was going on with, with Epstein? Of course they did. Of course. You don't think most of Hollywood knew? They knew what Weinstein was up to. They knew what, what, what Epstein was up to. But they didn't say anything because they were too scared. Because, again, nefarious forces control this country and they control the world. Oh, and they want to control it even more. And now we're talking about the World Economic Forum. Listen to Yuval Harari. He's one of the big advisors with the World Economic Forum, which, by the way, they're going to be meeting again on the 19th. We'll see what they have to say about your future. Listen to what he says. In the book, if I understand it correctly, you argue that actually the amazing breakthrough that uh, we are experiencing right now not only will potentially make our life better, but uh, they will create, and I quote you, new classes and new class struggles, just as the Industrial Revolution did. Can you elaborate for us? Yes, in the Industrial Revolution, we saw the uh, creation of a new class of the urban proletariat. And much of the political and social history of the last 200 years involved what to do with this class and the new problems and opportunities. Now, we see the creation of a new massive class of useless people. As computers become better and better in more and more fields, there is a distinct possibility that computers will outperform us in most tasks and will make humans redundant. And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be, what do we need humans for? Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? Do you have what do we need so many humans for? What do we need them for? Let's get rid of them. 
Let's let's just replace everybody with computers. And they're already doing that. They're already doing it. You saw that television station out in Los Angeles, completely 100% artificial intelligence. The anchors, the reporters, the video, all of it, all of it, human-made. There's even, uh, well, computer-made, computer-generated. There's even a thing in, in the art world now, because my wife is in the art world, human-created art. They're actually having to specify human-created art. That's a, that's a whole new class where you actually put oil to canvas or pencil to paper or charcoal or whatever your, your medium is. They're having to specify. They want to get rid of humans in general. These are the people. So who is this class? When, when Yuval Harari says, why do we need so many humans? You think he's going to volunteer to be the one that tips out? You think Klaus Schwab is going to be one that volunteer? I, I am Klaus Schwab, and I, I volunteer to be put down. Would that it were, sir. Would that it were. But they consider themselves the elite. And understand, his words... The vast majority of us, they consider worthless, redundant human beings. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Let's go to the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. We'll talk to John up in Fletcher, North Carolina. John, welcome to the program. How you doing? Hey, hey, doing well, sir. Yes, How sir. are you doing this evening? Really good. Happy New Year to you. What's on your mind? Happy New Year. Well, a big part of the problem of the situation that we're facing in this country is that those like Lindsey Graham, you know, I don't know what's wrong with those in South Carolina that keep reelecting such a man that, you know, he was working with John McCain. He was, he's been one, one of the ones who's been stonewalling all the, the times that 
when they had House and Senate majority under Obama, him and the rest of them, uh, you know, McCullough and the rest, the whole the rest of them, they all stonewalled, they stalled, they, they did everything they could to protect the criminals in our government. And if, and if anybody doesn't see that, I feel sorry for them because, you know, he went even went after Trump and he, he was one of the ones that was trying to bring him down from the beginning. Yeah. And of course, and then they see they're, they're, they're not, they weren't succeeding and then they try to get under the covers with them. But again, they're back to the same old game. So, you know, we can see how they flip flop. Um, they're two faced. Um, they're, they're with the deep state and, you know, they're with the shadow government, whatever you want to call it. And we need to get rid of them. So I hope that all the listeners that are listening, Please stop electing such leaders as Lindsey Graham and the rest. And we get, we've got a clean house. We've got to get fresh blood. Yeah. And it can't be those that are associated with them in any way. Well, here's the thing, though, John. I mean, here in South Carolina, I don't know. You guys in North Carolina, do you register uh, by party when you register to vote? Yes. So yes. we don't. See, we don't. So we have open primaries here. So that allows the Democrats okay. to vote in Republican primaries. And they're the ones that keep putting Lindsey Graham over the top in these primaries. Wow. Yeah, wow. right. Right. That's, that's a sad situation, sir. It sure is. It sure is, John. I appreciate your call, buddy. Thank you very much. But I mean, and hopefully that is something we can get done in this legislative session. But remember, in Columbia, you've got a group of people that are in office because the Democrats crossed over and voted for them in the primaries. So why would why would these people in the state legislature want to do away with the open primary system that we have here in South Carolina. No, it's it served them quite well. It's uh, why do you think they tried to block the Freedom Caucus from being in the Republican Caucus or, or why they did block the Freedom Caucus from being in the Republican Caucus? Why, why, why do you think they kicked them out? Why do you think that they had a rule in, in, in the Republican Caucus that you had to sign this loyalty oath and you could not campaign against an incumbent if you were in the Republican caucus. Why, why do you think that happened? Why, why do you think? Well, it's, it's, it's simple. They know who put them there. And they know there's a boatload of you folks out there who want a lot of these people gone. I mean, they're, they're the reasons we can't get things passed. They're the reason we, we don't have constitutional carry here in South Carolina because we've got people like Katrina Sheely, Henry Gustafson, Sandy Sin that vote against these things, that vote with the Democrats. And it's not just the state Senate, it's the state House as well. So do I think anything like that is, I mean, we got to get these people out. And I don't know how we're going to be able to do it unless we stop sitting on our butts on primary day, and we all go vote. Listen, if you look at the numbers in the primary, they are dismal as far as voter turnout is, is concerned. Dismal. I'm talking about sometimes less than 6%. 6% of all registered voters showing up to vote. Listen, there's... You can overcome any amount of money that they spent. You can overcome all of that, at least in the Republican primary. You can do something about this, but it's going to take you going and standing in line 10 minutes and casting a vote.
I mean, it's just, uh, I just, that's the frustrating part. When everybody's complaining about what do we do about this and what do we do about that, well, it's still, at least in this instance, go vote. Go vote in those primaries. Don't sit back. Don't sit at home. Don't sit at home. That will give the other guys a chance. That will give us the opportunity to get some new, fresh blood in our state house. So um, I just I'm going to want to I'm going to take a look here real quick. Um, let's see. Just trying to see what the last primary was. Uh, but well, we'll take a look because all they're giving us is the presidential primary right now. But I'll, I'll go take a look. In the last Senate primary that we had here in South Carolina and see exactly what the vote was. So, again, it can be overcome and we can get some people in there that will actually vote for good common sense stuff like uh, closing the primaries, like constitutional carry, like all of those things. We can do it, but we're just going to have to do it. That's the big thing. We're just going to have to get out and do it. So, all right. So there you go. Uh, coming up in just a Oh, somebody wants to know if, they said, Charlie, you think they're going to try to Logan's run us? They might, Leslie. They might. Now, remember, in the movie Logan's Run, and we're going back to talk about Yuval Harari and his comment about, you know, unnecessary people. Um. In the movie Logan's Run, they, once you got 35, they put you down. You get up to 35, you were done. They, they took your life. They, they Arkansas'd you. And, of course, Logan, and you all remember that, he tried to escape and all of that stuff. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, listen, I don't think it is beyond the worst mistake you can make is not realizing just how low your opponent can go. That's the big mistake that a lot of people make. I think they can go extremely low. All right, GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. We'd love to chat with you this afternoon in the waning moments, uh, well, minutes of the uh, the show right now. So, uh, But again, uh, still trying to look at some of these... Um, some of these primary results, just to kind of get an idea of how many more people it would have taken to vote. And I know the last primary was kind of weird, but still, there you go. So, again, it's all going to turn out. And I, I'm going to have, I'll bet if I, if I go to the text line, it's going to be, why do we need to do that? Uh, Charlie, school choice. Absolutely school choice. Parental choice. Parental rights here in South Carolina. There's so much that we can get done. Charlie, uh, what is the Lindsay Clean Energy deal? That's a good question. I don't know. I have no idea. So, uh, my goodness. But, again, we've got a lot that we could do. But in order to do it, we got to get some really good people in office. The whole school choice thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Our education system is failing our kids left and right. Nobody seems to be able to do anything about it because the bureaucracy is too much. And I don't know. It's frustrating. I, I feel your frustration. I really do. We'll be right back. When we get back, Joy Behar, she had a little bit of a 
conniption fit on the view. We'll tell you about that next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Well, they were talking about on Fox News some really bad weather coming in this weekend. We could have uh, some ice. Now, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm seeing this because it looks like Saturday the high is going to be 49. Saturday night into Sunday is going to get down to 34. Uh, basically, the same thing for Friday into Saturday. But they're talking about possible ice coming into uh, northern Greenville and Spartanburg counties, maybe even down to. Uh, getting down, you know, Landrum, uh, Tigerville, maybe into the Cleveland, maybe as far down as Slater Marietta. But I don't know if that's going to happen. But keep your eyes out. We'll, of course, keep you updated on all of that. OK. All right. A GS Plumbing Talk Line 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line 71307. Well, Tucker Carlson is a definite no when it comes to Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is a liberal. She is all in on the four tenets of neoliberalism, which are white guilt of finance-based economy, mass immigration, and endless neocon wars. Strip away all the outward characteristics, and Nikki Haley is identical in her priorities to Joe Biden and the people who back Joe Biden. Okay, Nikki so that, that's what he said. Now, Nikki Haley says she still thinks she's going to win this thing. We are going to win, no doubt about it. Turn off your TV. These political pundits are trying to tell you what to do, and we've been on the ground, and all the political pundits are going to have egg on their face when they're done with it. And, of course, that was from CNN. But what she has not done is ruled out being the vice president. And talking about Christie and your other rival, Ron DeSantis, they've been very clear they would not serve as a running mate to Donald Trump, who is, of course, the commanding frontrunner. They've criticized you for not categorically saying that. And I'm just wondering, this has been going on for a while now. Why not just put it to rest and, and, and say that? They've criticized me for everything. Let's be clear. That's what happens when you're losing. But I can tell you that I've said from the very beginning, I don't play for second. It's offensive for anybody to think that I would do all of this to play for second. And so I've said that. I will continue to say that. If people aren't satisfied with that, I don't know what else to say. Well, how about just say I will not be the vice president of the United States? See, even even in that that I don't play for second. Well, no, you don't play for second. But what if you wind up second? What, what if you wind up in second place? Would you be? Now, listen, please don't uh, misconstrue this as me saying that I want Nikki Haley to be vice president of the United States, because that is the last thing I want, because I agree with Steve Bannon that that would be an absolute knife in the back every single day to Donald Trump. That is what would happen. She would almost in, and, and, and that and here's what would happen. So here's what would happen. So Nikki Haley would get in and then they would lose because I know a lot of you people, especially here in South Carolina, that's that's one of the things that if Donald Trump picks Nikki Haley as his running mate, that's going to be a that's going to be a deal breaker. And I'm 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 in that camp as well, just to be honest with you. I'm in that camp as well. So then. She gets in and, and listen, 
These people are pushing for this. These people, the mainstream media, the powers that be, a lot of folks in, in, in the RNC, they are pushing to make sure that Donald Trump has Nikki Haley as his vice presidential running mate. That will be an, an unbelievable disaster. But you know what they will do if that happens? They won't blame Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley will not be to blame. It'll be Donald Trump. And they will come out and say, see, we told you. We told you that the Make America Great Again movement was a loser. We told you that you cannot keep going with America first and, and make America great again and win any elections. We told you this. Now you need to listen to us, you silly people. You need to listen to us and you need to elect in four years time a moderate Republican, a more uh, pleasant Republican, somebody that we pick for you. This this is listen, this is all being planned out every single bit of it. It really is. If Donald Trump wins the primary, and I think he is, and then if he goes on to win the election, which I think he is, then the, then the, the, the establishment GOP, they've got a serious problem. They've got a serious problem. Because now they're going to have to realize that the Make America Great Again crowd, the America First crowd, are a force to be reckoned with. And maybe some of their policies, maybe some of the, you know, the, the way that they've handled things in the past, maybe those, maybe those things don't set too well with the average American, with the average Republican. Maybe the average Republican wants to see somebody fighting for them on a daily basis. Maybe somebody, maybe the average Republican wants somebody that appreciates them and not just uses them as a means to an end. So that's what I think is going on. That's why I think all of these people are talking about getting Nikki Haley to be the vice president if, you know, the, first of all, they want her as the candidate. If They want her as a candidate. But even then, they'll, they'll blame Trump or they'll, they'll blame January the 6th or they'll blame, you know, the MAGA movement or whatever. But I have only seen one, one Nikki Haley sign. And I'll be honest with you. I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. What is that? What is that in your front yard, good sir? And or madam? Yeah. So I so Joy Behar had a little bit of a uh, conniption fit over on the uh, on the view. Oh, now I gotta find this thing again. Dog on it. Um she was uh, here we go. So this is from the view yesterday. Let's take a listen. Is people that agree, because I agree with you, Sonny, I believe it's a living document, I that I would view the Second Amendment differently than it tends to be viewed by pro, majorly pro Second Amendment people, which yeah. is that they were planning a little more on a musket than an AR-15. Yeah. But what I would say well, here Scalia is... Scalia did that. Yeah. But personally, I think he definitely engaged in an insurrection, um, and I look forward to him being convicted, rightly so. But I think even more so, the language says, if you aid and comfort mm -hmm. insurrectionists. And from yes. the day he came out of the White House, he said, we love you, go home. That's such he a then, great point. Yeah, he, and he then he also, them. yep, and then in the video when he, um, Good he also said both sides. he would pardon the, yeah. no, no, this is specific to yeah. the insurrectionists. Oh, yes. He said he would pardon the insurrectionists. He listened to their album right. from prison, yeah. because yeah. I guess it was a thing. So I think that, but the point I would say here is that I actually, 
agree with Governor Gavin Newsom and David Axelrod. These are Democrats, leading Democrats, that say this would really cause a division that's almost insurmountable. And as someone that believes January so 6th was I, that bad, so wait one what, second. So what are you saying? Wait, just one second. I don't think, one, I don't think the Supreme Court's going to hold this. I think they're going to overturn it, and it won't just be the originalists. I bet it's a 9-0 vote. I, I actually don't think they will hold this. So you but think, I think they, they should div- leave it to the voters or I, not? I think they should leave it to the voters. Oh, but no. I think the, I oh, think the no. division this will cause, because what will happen is that martyrdom will be one step more. We have a nation well, that doesn't believe in, yeah. in democracy, doesn't believe in the voting. Everyone that loses says it was rigged and failed. I think this will create a vision, a visual to people that don't that this was a rigged no, election by doing I do. I think that the law will stand and so people very, should follow the law. If that is if the law listen, the Supreme Court. If you're not gonna follow conflicted. an amendment, then why don't we have Taylor Swift? But I, take the I don't think it's as clear perspective than the yes. martyrdom. I'm very oh, conflicted on this as a conservative. Oh please. Very conflicted on this as a conservative. Alyssa Farrell, you are no conservative. That is guaranteed. Oh, no. Oh, people don't believe in democracy. That's exactly what we were fighting for. We were fighting for democracy. The state of Georgia validated 100,000 more votes than actually were tallied. Think about that for a second. That's what they did in the state of Georgia. And by the way, that trial is coming up, I believe, in six days from now. So give me a break. There's not you. Joy Behar, you could give her an enema and bury her in a thimble. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Are you guys on Instagram? Are you on Instagram, Will? Super Will, can I go to Instagram and look up Super Will on Instagram and find you? Uh, you wouldn't find me under Super Will. Oh, no, that's yeah. a shame. That's a shame. You ought to, you ought to use that. You ought to use that. I know, right? Yeah. I, well, I'm, I think I'm going to rebrand at this point. Yeah, I would. <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta. You got a new logo, new all of that stuff. So uh, I love, in, I and I know they're owned by Meta and all of that stuff, but I don't use it for uh, political stuff. I really don't, uh, for the most part. My Instagram is basically this. It's homesteading. <laughs> it's, well, I'll put them in, in order. Golf, homesteading, and funny stuff. And, 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 and Scotch Collies. That's, that's my three. Golf, Scotch Collies, homesteading. That's what I oh and defenders, the the vehicle defender vehicles love gotcha, those yep. things. Uh, so that's the four things I'm on on Instagram for, and I love it. I really I spend a lot of time on it because I just love looking at uh, at, at uh, all of those things. So, um, but I do follow some political people over on Instagram, and one of them that I follow, and I also follow over. I think she's on Twitter. I'm not sure if I follow her on Twitter or not. Katie Hopkins. Katie Hopkins is a conservative uh, woman over in England. And, man, I'll tell you what, she is hilarious and absolutely spot on um, with her commentaries there. And, she, of course, she was one of the people that, that got banned off of YouTube and got banned off of uh, Twitter under, under Jack Dorsey and, and got banned here and there and everywhere. And, uh, but she's really good. She's really good. And she has come out, her latest um, rant, as they say, on um, Instagram was about some of her former bosses. Now, she's worked in a lot of media throughout the years, and she's been fired from a lot of places, mainly because of her views. Want you to listen 
So Katie Hopkins and her last, um, her latest um, rant, if you will, over on Instagram. I have a couple of questions for my old employers, boys at The Sun, Men Online, Fox News, BBC, LBC, on excess deaths. Where are you? And who is paying for your silence? It's in The Lancet in black and white. Men Online, Martin, these are the headlines that we used to eat up for breakfast. It's screaming out. Excess deaths in England alone are higher than at any time in five years and then way back in history. Just print the graph. It screams out that people are dying off inexplicably. First six months of 2023, 28,000 excess deaths, more deaths than would be expected, particularly in young and middle-aged males. And the main cause of death, written here in The Lancet, in black and white, don't take my word for it, is heart conditions. 47% unexplained, inexplicable heart conditions. And you know, in the 50 to 64 age group, just in a 13-month period, after COVID, after the pandemic, uh, heart diseases, 44% higher, 44% higher, and still you're not talking about it. And these people are dying in their homes because they didn't know they were ill or sick and they didn't know something malevolent in their system was going to kill them. Yep. She's exactly right. Exactly right. Overall, excess deaths around the globe have skyrocketed and continue to skyrocket. A Swift Health health insurer has shown a 73% increase since this is since 2020, since 2020, a 73% increase in people receiving cancer treatment. Data from a major Swift health, health insurance company, Helsana, showed that in 2021, there was a dramatic increase of 73% in the number of patients receiving cancer treatments compared to 2020. This persisted in 2022. It coincided with the rollout, of course, with the COVID-19 vaccines in Switzerland, which began in December of 2020. We have a doubling in cancer cases, concluded the University of Lucerne health economist uh, Constantine Beck. After analyzing data from the Federal Statistics Office and the Helsana Drug Report of 2022, Beck addressed the question, how healthy was Switzerland in 2020? With the background of, of analysis coming from the uh, Helsana report and the figures from the official health serve survey, um, so I'm but absolutely right. This is something that is going on, and we all know what it's from. Everybody knows what it's from. It's all from those jabs that people have been uh, getting and uh, ironically still continue to get. Excess deaths are a huge thing. And nobody, and just like she said, nobody, nobody will say a word about it. And if you do, you are labeled some sort of a conspiracy theorist. Now we found out that an uncovered spike protein revealed the planned release of the the SARS-CoV virus as a bioweapon. That's right. That's right. And this is from uh, EcoHealth. EcoHealth, of course, and all these people, they're all playing dumb about it. But we know what's going on. We do. 
if I had had the vaccine, I would be very concerned right now. I really would. I, I have not for one day regretted not getting that shot. And it was one of the great things about coming here to, to Greenville, because if I had stayed in Charleston, if I had for some incredibly stupid reason decided to turn down this job offer three years ago, I would have been unemployed in months because my company down there mandated that you had to have the COVID shot. I, I knew a guy that worked for the same company up in, uh, up in New Hampshire. He got laid off. No, no, I'll take that back. He got fired. He got fired because he didn't get the vaccine. And you know what? He did his show from home, never went into the office. But they mandated this stuff. And, you know, well, anyway, we'll talk more about this because a letter has gone out to the military about it. Hey, I want you guys to have a great night. I will see you right back here tomorrow for the Thursday show. As always, we love you. God bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.